Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of An Interesting Discussion Sometimes. Uh, this week, we have a special guest, my good friend, Rohit. We were actually on a podcast before together, <laughs> but now he's on this one, finally, um, after a while of talking about it. Um, Rohit, do you want to say, or sorry, introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. What's up, everyone? Hello. Um, this is Rohit. It's nice to be back on the uh, the cast, but... <laughs> <laughs> something that I didn't start this time. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm really excited for this. Do you want to say, um, like, you know, what you've been up to? Yeah, like... Um, I've been at home for, like, the past few months. And I've just kind of been enjoying my summer, actually. I've been helping around the house. I've been uh, playing tennis a lot more. I've been, you know, picking up hobbies. I've been taking more pictures and editing. And seeing everyone else that's been in Nova, so you know, honestly, it hasn't. I can't. I can't really complain because I, I wanted to be in Nova for a little bit longer before I'm. I moved out uh, for work, but I guess uh, because of Rona, I'll be here for a little bit longer. So, so it's been pretty chill. Yeah. Where are you gonna be working? Um. So I I signed an offer with uh with Daimler Trucks, uh, North America. And I interned in Portland, and that's where I was supposed to go. So whenever things, you know, settle down, I'll be flying out there, um, you know, and setting up shop. How is Portland in the area? I've never been out there. So last summer when I when I went for my internship, it was my first time out west and the furthest out west I've been. And uh, I didn't have any expectations going in. I just knew that Portland was known as like a weird hippie place. <laughs> and sure enough, it was. <laughs> um but it's cool like the vibe is really nice there's a lot of a lot of re really good restaurants there a lot of breweries um and i felt like there's a lot of uh people who are very laid back um no one's really in a rush um, and i saw that at work and i saw that like outside of work which was it, it was kind of nice because like being in the the nova or the greater dmv area you you kind of get get the sense of hurry but um I didn't really feel that. Maybe it was it was a summer and it was just chill or something else, but um I liked it. It's it's pretty good. It's not a big city. Um it's generally small compared to like some of your other cities, I guess, but um the area is nice. The the coast is about 2 hours west and the mountains are about 45 minutes to an hour east, so a lot of stuff to do outdoorsy wise. Um so it's, it's pretty nice. Were you living in like the city city or like the suburbs? Yeah, so I didn't live downtown, but I lived just outside of downtown, closer to work. But I guess you can say it's more uh, residential or suburban. But yeah, I mean, it was it was good. Like I could take a bus and within 15 minutes, I'd be downtown. So it's pretty chill. Didn't you live with a chill ass couple or something like that? Yeah, I lived with this. Uh, <laughs> I lived with this couple. Um it was weird. I thought they were married, but they weren't. They always referred to each other as their partner. And and these people were like, I'd say late 40s, like probably in their 50s or something. Yeah, yeah. One of them was definitely in their 50s because one of them turned 52 while I was there. It was weird. I guess they just decided they're just going to be together. But And I was like, all right, this is probably just one of those Portland things that people do. <laughs> yeah, they, they, don't put labels. they don't put labels out. Yeah, they don't put labels. Um, but yeah, they had I had a spare bedroom and um, and I signed I, I stayed with them. It was it was a lot actually a lot cheaper than being in an apartment, which is kind of clutch. And I I just had it for the summer, so it was dope. Yeah. So from what I understand, that's kind of just a thing people do for taxes. So I guess when you're married, you have to file a different way, and like you don't get as much money back. I don't think. I don't know. It's something to do with that. It's their way of like trying to skirt the system. Yeah, and I think um, that helps legally and also like a lot of financial stuff. You can get, we can combine two incomes for like a house, getting a mortgage and a car or whatever, all the loan stuff. But 
I just found it weird because these guys were old as fuck. Marshall, <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about today? Yeah, so today we want to talk about future technology that we see, maybe our own general predictions for things upcoming in this decade or even beyond, and just all things future. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone have any big ideas they want to start out with? Yeah, so like... I found this out like an hour ago. So basically, I found that all next-gen games, and like gaming is a big part of, I guess, my everyday life. Like every next-gen game is going to cost an extra $10. So instead of costing $59.99 like they do now, they're all going to cost like $69.99, which I understand because, you know, more technology, better technology. But it's just kind of a pain in the ass, the fact that like it's another $10 and I have to shell for every game and like, I don't know, it's just kind of a pain in the ass to me. <laughs> Wait, just wait two months and then you go Black Friday to get a good deal. But now the Black Friday deals will be ten dollars. Actually, now the now the Black Friday deals will be ten dollars more expensive than they were last year. <laughs> <laughs> what if the game comes out in like January? I don't want to like ten yeah. months for that shit. That's fair. Is that all consoles? Yeah, yeah, like every next gen console. Oh, for oh my god, dude, yeah. those consoles are gonna be ridiculously priced. Yeah. No, I actually heard that the PS5 is going to be priced. So it's the the one they're coming out with two versions. So there's one PS5 without a disc drive, and then there's one with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, the one, and the one, the one without with it is it, more expensive. Fair. Sorry, I said the one without it is more expensive, which doesn't make sense to me. It's not. It is. The digital one is a hundred dollars more. Actually, I'm I thought it was sure. the other way around. It's the other wrong. way around. Wait, I thought I thought that's it was weird. the other way around. That wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's like very confused. Why would they pay <laughs> to take out hardware? The only way I feel like that would work is if they gave you more storage for the one without the without yeah. this drive. But either way, um, I just heard that basically like the starting price for the new PS5 is equivalent to the starting price that the PS4 came out as. Which I think is like either three ninety nine or four ninety nine, something like that. No way. Um yeah, th- yeah, that's what I heard. It did not. Uh, the, the way the PS4 started out at four ninety three ninety nine. I thought it did. Yeah, come or out maybe it was four ninety nine then. But yeah, PS5. I, that's is what I heard from uh, what's that guy's name? MKBHD. You guys watch that? What's that? Yeah. Marquez. Oh, Marquez Brown. Marquez Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think I've heard that guy. Wait, he's the unboxer cool guy. guy. No, no, that's unbox therapy. This guy's kind of just like everything tech. He just does like does tech, tech reviews and, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've is that that guy who you showed the iOS? Oh yeah, the one we watched. Yeah, the one we watched on the new iOS is is uh was his video. Yeah. So you so Christian, you're not okay with paying a premium for a higher quality game? Is that what you're saying? I mean, I get it, but like at the same time, bro, like it's ten extra dollars that you have to shell for every single game. I don't know. Like. I get that there's more technology and you're paying for a higher quality product. So it's like you understand consumerism and stuff like that. But the fact that when you like you can't trade in games anymore and get same value, you have to do like digital downloads. And especially like if you're saying the new PS4 is like kind of promoting digital downloads, like that's really tough. Um and if I do an instant download, like I can't get my money back like nearly as much as like if I wanted to trade it in and I would still only get like 30% for it, you know? So it's really tough. Does GameStop still do trading deals and stuff? Yeah, but they've always been assholes about the shit, bro. You always <laughs> see the memes about like three backpacks of shit and you give you like 250 <laughs> and then, or I could give you like $8 store credit. And they'll, and they'll take the back, they'll take the backpack too as well. <laughs> <laughs> No, I actually heard that GameStop is losing a lot, a lot of money because of digital downloads, which I mean makes sense. But yeah, yeah, no, dude, fuck, fuck GameStop. Yeah, I, I've been, I've been coughed before. I think one time I bought my GameCube and they were like undervalued, like shit. And I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna keep it for the rest of my life. <laughs> you guys don't deserve my GameCube. Back when like all the riots started and everything, and like all these businesses were getting hit, and like it was really sad. But then when people saw that GameStop's getting hit, they were like, oh yeah, fuck GameStop, like dude, that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Did I ever tell you my GameStop story? I don't think so. The one about GTA? I'll tell the podcast. <laughs> um, so basically, it was like sophomore year of high school, right? And uh, GTA had come out like, I don't know, a few months ago or like maybe like a year before or something like that. But basically, me and my friends were like switching from Call of Duty to GTA and I wanted the game, right? 
So um, I'm like, Dad, can you drive me to uh, GameStop? I'm about to go in and get it, right? So he gives me the money. It's like cash. I go inside, right? And he's I take the game to the counter. I'm like, here you go, man. And he's like, oh, this this game is like um, like whatever, R-rated, whatever it's called. Um, so you need to bring in a parent with you. So I was like, oh, all right, whatever. So then I t- like I go back to the car where my dad's sitting on his phone. And I'm like, you need to come in. Like he's asking for you or something because it's like a mature game. Um and then um, he comes in. He's, like, reluctant already. He's like, Ugh, I didn't want to go in. Fuck it. Um, I get to the counter. The man's at the counter is like, okay, sir, I'm going to I'm gonna give him the game. But just so you know, there's lots and lots of nudity in the game. And my, my dad's like, nudity? Fuck. And he's like, fuck off. And then, and then he looks at me. I'm like, Dad, I didn't know anything. <laughs> and, then, and he's like, Okay, we don't want this game anymore. And I was so angry. As soon as we walked out of the store, I was looking at the guy like, You really did this to me, bro. You fucked me over like this. Like, what the hell? I was so angry. And then um, I got home. I told my brother, He's like, Bro, just order it on Amazon. Dad will never know. I was like, Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but I'm just so I'm just so angry that that guy fucked me over like that. Like he obviously he knows. Like, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> going back to the future. Bars, um, bars. Was the movie? The what? <laughs> yeah, you said going back to the future. Oh, Good. I actually didn't. This, 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 this. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. What to, I don't know what to say. Does anyone have anything? I don't know what the future is looking like at this point, man. Yeah, what, what we you? might not have a future so. in six months, honestly. I feel like, so it seemed like the market was going to crash back in, uh, I want to say like- End of March. Um, yeah, end of March, April time, because everything was down in the gutter. And then it just, everything just bounced back like as if nothing happened. And now the second wave is incoming. And then it, it I guess people are predicting that it's going to crash, but, but I don't know. I mean, if it does crash, that's going to change a lot of things for a lot of people. I mean, 2020, we're only halfway through, so we don't even know what's in store come December. It feels like we've been, like, stuck in time, honestly. It doesn't feel like it's, like, time is going by. It's just, like, nothing has happened. <laughs> nothing has happened in the past, like, what, four or five months? It's crazy. And it kind of sucks because, like, now, I remember back in the 08 recession, we were all, like, 10, 11, 12 or whatever. And then, our I mean, it affected our parents, but it didn't really affect us that much. But now it really affects us because, like, we're all recent graduates and we're all looking for jobs. And I know I personally am looking for another place to live. And, you know, housing market, the housing market's fucked. The stock market's fucked. The market market's fucked. <laughs> like, all that shit <laughs> is fucked. Um, I mean, it's tough because, like, if it double dips, that's such a short period of time in between March and, like, now or in September or August or something. It's such a short amount of time. You really, I'm not sure if that's ever happened before, where it's dipped so quickly between the two times. And it's like really unprecedented. Nobody really knows what's going to happen. And it sucks because America just kind of shat on everything and doesn't know what the hell is going on. Um, And we really shot ourselves in the leg with like preparing and like reopening and everything. And then you see like Florida and Georgia who like had people fucking go to their beaches and everything. And now they're like skyrocketing again in cases. So I think it's really stupid that, you know, when all of this started in whatever, like end of February, beginning of March, everyone's like, oh, by like July, it'll be we'll be fine. We'll be good. Yeah. And they still like everyone knew that shit wasn't that great, but everyone still opened everything back up. And now we're fucked again. So like. Who's not, what's not to say that we're, you know, going to be stuck inside until fucking January or maybe even longer than that. Like, what if we do it again? What if we reopen too early again or something? And then like, when, when does it end? Never. That's why I think we should go to Mars. Is that your segue? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, right? It's good. Uh, what year do you think we'll, we'll be on Mars or someone will have landed on Mars? Landed on Definitely not on our Mars. lifetime, right? What? what? No, completely in our lifetime. Twenty thirty two. Yeah, I think that's pretty. Accurate. Wait, wait, you said when are we gonna say go? like ten, fifteen years? When we will land to... on Mars? He said we'll one person. person. Yeah, oh, person. Oh, I thought you meant. I thought you meant like the whole everyone. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, yeah. no, no, no. I actually think I think there will be like settlements on Mars by the time we die. Maybe like a few hundred people. 
Or have like a international Mars station or something. Have we figured out how to like navigate like because like Mars is not that like habitable, right? There's like so many, there's so many obstacles. Like, dude, have you not it. seen The Martian, dude? Yeah, bro. It's so easy, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah, Matt well, Damon, <laughs> Matt Damon <laughs> no, but it. actually, though, yeah, like... if Matt Damon could do it, I can do it. Because the whole ecosystem is going to have to be restarted, and I don't know if that's going to be possible. Like, yeah, that's what they're trying to figure out, though, you know? Yeah, well, I'm saying, like, that in itself is going to be, like, the biggest obstacle to overcome. Because, like, Mars is so different than Earth, like, in terms of, like, temperature and. Well, actually, we're, we're approaching Mars. Mar- well, Mar- they don't have a, a breathable atmosphere, so what you'd have to do is create your own atmosphere. Essentially, you'd have to like have a um, like a pressurized chamber at all times. I mean, that's where you have to basically live in Mars. You can't ever be out in the open without um, a spacesuit. Yeah. So I think that's the only way like a, a community can evolve. But from the like in the early days, I think it's gonna take uh, like. More, most of the payload will have to be just resources from Earth, and you're just gonna have very few people. Like it'll probably have to be like a few months to a year of just like four to like six habitants before like you start sending people for like living. I was just thinking if like, what if like natural selection and like and like evolution allows us to live on Mars without spacesuits as like time goes on, like like a future future generations? That'd be fucking crazy, man. I mean, I don't think it's possible, but that would be wild. <laughs> if, if that was how do we how do we breathe nothing or whatever? Is, what what's in Mars uh, atmosphere? What gas is it? Isn't it a lot of nitrogen? I, I could be wrong. Yeah, I think you're right. Harsha got it. Harsha, what 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 gas is in Mars? Sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's also a lot of nitrogen here. It's just that there's no oxygen there. Uh, like, oh wow! Actually, it's ninety five percent carbon dioxide. Shit. <laughs> Oh, so just oh, we're gonna reach ninety five percent carbon dioxide with emissions. At this if rate. you can breathe carbon dioxide, you're straight. <laughs> That's what we I gotta save the trees just... from here and bring yeah. them there. You know, <laughs> you transport trees. You know how they have the charities where, um, like you donate a dollar and they plant a tree or whatever. We'll just do the same thing, but on Mars. Yeah, Who donate ten million and we'll plant a tree in Mars. Donate Elon 10. Musk will do it. Elon Musk will do it. Dude, we're just going to put a loadout drop on Mars and bring <laughs> trees, bro. It's fine. Yo, did you see that picture of him and uh, Kanye? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even realize that was Kanye until my until my friend sent that to me. And then I was like, oh, he's just with some 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 black guy. And I was like, I didn't even realize who the picture was. And then I zoomed in and I was like, it's yay. I mean, speaking of Kanye, what, do we, what are the... So I, I like this new song with Travis, but... I didn't like here. it. I did not vibe everyone everyone else disagrees it's so in 100 different directions bro like (laughs) yeah that's the problem i've had with kanye the last few years like when he can focus he can like do so much good shit and i know it's possible but because he has like adhd or add or whatever um so i mean i know it's a struggle but when he can actually focus and make a coherent thought like he's amazing but i said in a group chat like I think this song confirms the fact that he has ADHD. Like, this shit's just everywhere. Like, the fucking music video has GTA shit in it. Like, <laughs> everything. Like, I know Dre helped produce it, and that may have had some influence one way or the other. But the message, really good. But the fact that you can't get a cohesive thought out, really, is so tough. And, like, it's hard to listen to. And I don't know. I didn't vibe with it. The thing that got me was, so in, like, 2014... Uh, Kanye collaborated with Adidas for like a, a World Cup commercial. I'm not sure if you guys know what I'm referring to, but like Kanye like had like a part of a song in that in that ad that like hadn't been released yet, and like the beat in that song was like fucking amazing, and like me and my me and a couple of my friends were always like waiting to see if Kanye ever like dropped that song because like I was so hyped for it, and like this song, like it doesn't sample that beat, but like the beat is so similar to that. So I think like as soon as I heard the beat, I was like holy shit, this is like, what I've been waiting for, and like. I get like the songs are kind of like all over the place, but I don't know. I I just I think the beat's like too good for me not to like it. So that's what. Which beat, bro? Like, there's like three. Like I think like the the first beat that comes in. I I mean it's pretty consistent throughout. I feel like most of it, most of the songs. I don't know. Maybe it just gets like buried or whatever. But like I don't know. I just think it's nothing. But also Travis, part was too short in my opinion. Like yeah, yeah. like it was like a 
was like a 20 second contribution which i think could have been long and he also had like a couple ad libs when kanye was rapping but i thought all in all it was a pretty good song i don't know yeah i guess it's just hard in the ears yeah it was pretty like in your face i i haven't been a, a fan of kanye um of his latest later stuff and i haven't been following him well so it didn't um i guess it didn't really catch me in the beginning um and so i i mean i don't have a i guess i don't have a problem with it i i, I could care less but it's just not my vibe whereas something like drake i'm not a huge fan of drake but when he came out with tootsie slide <laughs> i didn't like it at first and then and i mean it was just catchy after a point so I'm not saying I listen to it on my own, but if it's on the radio, I'm not going to stop. The song? Yeah, I mean, I agree. It is catchy. Have you guys been watching any any movies or TV? I watched um, I watched I Am Legend last night. What did you think of the movie? So, I, when like it came out in 2006 or seven, right? Something like that. But when it came out, um, I remember, I think it was with my parents and my brother, and I remember watching like half of it and i got so scared i was like this shit is whack like i'm not gonna finish the rest of it um and then like yesterday i was like um i was like having a, a conversation with a friend and it came up so i was like, you know what oh, fuck it i'm gonna watch it i'm gonna finish it now um so so i put it on and um the graphics from 2007 like they weren't they weren't terrible in that movie but they weren't nearly as good as what they are now and so it made it so hard to be scared by like some like some shit that didn't really even look real you know what i mean yeah um so I, yeah I, I really wasn't scared I, I even like turned off the lights and shit just to like you know <laughs> increase the ambience or whatever so you said when ambience. you recently just saw it it wasn't that scary yeah not scary like at all really i actually don't even think it's that great of a movie yeah i like the I mean, movie it's like it's like kind of sad but i mean Oh, I don't know. It's been a long time okay. since I've seen it. I might have to watch it again. What about what about um iRobot? I really like that oh, movie. I, I watched it a few months ago. That's an underrated I mean, that one, movie. That, I think iRobot is better than I Am Legend. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, for sure. Well, where I was I was gonna go with this is that um. I there was like this, um, it was either like an article or a video I saw on YouTube, but basically Disney like invested in some crazy ass deep fake technology. Where they can basically replace your face with any emotion, right? Um, and so that means that, I mean, I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast, but um, basically, like, actors can license their face um, and just record their face and do, like, a bunch of different, like, like whatever, um, different types of emotions. And then yeah. Disney can... Disney can track that onto whoever the fuck they want to, like on its stunt doubles or whatever. Oh, so wow. the actors no really no no longer even really have to be in the movies technically. Yeah, in person. They couldn't make Lion show emotions in the Lion King remake. But that's not real. No, they were real lions. <laughs> um, yeah, did they're you said they've invested in that? Are they gonna commit to actually doing it? See, that's the thing, right? Like why I get for, like, stunt doubles and stuff, it would definitely be, you know, obviously very useful technology. Or, like, if you think about um, Paul Walker in um, Fast and Furious, how they mapped that guy's, his brother's face onto it. But, like, um, now I think the technology is so good that they could probably just use all the old footage of Paul Walker from other movies, including their own, and just make him look exactly the same, you know? Um, but my thing is, like, why... Why wouldn't you want to just, other than saving money for, for that actor's time or whatever, why wouldn't you just want to use the actual actor? What if we have to social distance forever, bro? That's facts. Well, from a company's standpoint, you can, um, I guess you can get whatever high profile actors, motion capture or facial expressions um, for a, a fraction of the cost of signing them on for like a, a year long project or any number of projects. And then your physical, the body of the character can be portrayed by some, you know, up and coming new actor, someone irrelevant for even cheaper. So essentially they're, they're cutting costs in, in some shape or manner. Also true. Wouldn't you think it's more efficient because actors have shifts, but if you just use someone's 
take their technology for a face, you don't have to have shifts anymore. Yeah. I feel like it would have been useful for, like, the Avengers and shit when they have, like, a massive like, hero get-together in which, like, it's hard to schedule and, like, that would just make it easier for everyone. If, yeah. if like, people couldn't make it, they could just have um, stun doubles, like, fit, fill in and then just put their face on. But but also, how could it be social distancing hardship if, like, you, you still need people to be... You, it's just a face technology. It's not, like, the whole... But the lesser people, like, they're less <laughs> it's like you just get, like, you just get <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> like, like, actually, like... I think, as a joke, that's true, but also seriously. No, but that's good. There's gonna it's be possible. there's gonna be shit. For, like people aren't gonna allow that. Like, oh, bro, come on. We don't know like twenty five percent of the shit that goes on in Hollywood. Like, honestly, yeah, yeah I guess that's tr- that's true. But I feel like if someone catches on, like everyone's gonna be like, oh, "What the fuck's going on? <laughs> we can't let that happen." Dude, Disney makes way too many live action remakes. They're running out of ideas, man. Yeah, they need, which is kind of, which is weird because they come out with some of the best uh, animated films ever. You know, I feel like all that talent could be used for more original stuff than just making the same story with live action. I get, I get what they're trying to do because I feel like they're trying to play on everyone's nostalgia and like, like all, I guess they're trying to also like incorporate the audience of like 30 year olds that like grew up on. Like Toy Story and like all of those like old classics, but I agree it's it's hard to it's hard to like capture the same magic with the live action with like yeah. the, the, the original animation, even if the original animation is somewhat out of date. Yeah, but that gives it like a different kind of nostalgia, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I agree. Yeah, when but... you see that OG animation, like I don't know, I get like a different kind of stuff from like Lion King and. I don't know. That should just kind of hit different. I like the new Lion King, but like the OG, like it's undefeated in my book, bro. Like you can't top it, bro. If, if they make Toy Story live action, I'm out, bro. Like I don't oh, see yeah, a real dude awesome. on Woody, real dude on Woody and Buzz. <laughs> There's no way they make it live action. <laughs> they have like a fucking potato. They make potato. They made Dora. They made Dora live action, dude. Yeah, that looks stupid. Oh my bro, god. they made, I mean, not them, but like, they made Sonic live action, bro. Like, what the fuck is <laughs> oh, that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> bro, the first, the first image of Sonic and like the reaction they got on Twitter <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. was the funniest shit I'd ever nah. seen, dude. The amount of memes, like, within a day. I mean, like, props to them for like changing it after, but holy shit, the first one. Yo, they also made, remember, I, I don't know what happened to it if it even got released, but everyone was shitting on the Kim Possible live action oh, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. thing, too. I I remember what you're talking. I don't know if that was a movie or a TV show, but that was a show. Detective Pikachu yeah. too. Oh my god! I heard that was a decent one. Oh, actually, I, I actually watched that. that one in the theaters, bro. It wasn't. It wasn't great. It wasn't bad though. Like it was better than I was expecting. Yeah, I heard. I heard relatively like good reviews. So. Actually, I think Ryan Reynolds made that whole movie. Like, like he's the only reason Dude, that he's was so okay. underrated. He's so funny, man. I think he's underrated, like as an actor. Actor, mm-hmm. like. Yeah, he's a geek and like a Deadpool and shit like that, but I think he can actually like act. He has he just so has a funny voice. Like, yeah, like the, yeah, yeah, that's true. Best, that's like, true. He was in a uh, uh, there was this new Netflix movie that came out, um, Six Underground. Oh yeah, we saw that. that. <laughs> it was so bad. It was so oh, bad, but I mean, I watched it for the sake of that he was in it, and and it was like a, I was like, I haven't seen like a good action flick in a while, so let me give this a shot. But that was. A disappointment. Dude, I took. I think for that movie, they took half their budget to make the movie, and then the other half of their budget was just given to Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> That's the only way that makes sense, bro. Because why would he? Why would he post up in such a shit movie, bro? Secure the bag, dog. I mean, I respect <laughs> it, but like, I also can't fuck with it. It's so trash. I'm waiting for theaters to come out to open again. I want to go see Tenet. Dude, I've been so. I don't understand it from the trailers. Like, I, like some everyone's like. You're not gonna understand it even after watching the movie. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone's gonna understand that. It's gonna be like Inception Part Two on crack. Oh, speaking of things we don't understand, we uh, as a group, when everybody was here, we watched half of Three Sixty Five or Three Sixty Five Days. Whatever. I haven't seen it. Is it what's is it like a drama? Or like, what's the theme? The theme in the movie? It's like Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, it seemed like erotica. Yeah, it seemed like that. Yeah, 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 but basically, from the half that we saw, which we didn't watch the end because it was mad sus, but 
basically this dude kidnaps this girl and he's like, yo, you have 365 days to fall in love with me. It's a porno, bro. Dude, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> You're like dead ass. Some major cock going on in there. Like the actual major cock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's was, I think it was a Netflix film, right? Yeah. Dude, all of Netflix's yeah. stuff are like subpar, especially their films. They're like just okay that you can watch, but you can't watch it again. That, I agree. Like, I feel like, I feel like OG Netflix shows were good, but I feel like as time went on, like yeah, yeah, episodes, yeah, for sure. Like, I feel like they just tried to like put out a lot. Have you seen them, the memes about uh, Netflix? Oh, what should we make this character? Oh, let's just make him gay, and then they just call it a day. Too <laughs> 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 candy. Yeah. Oh like like House of Cards. Like that shows that shows great. Like, that's that a great show. Netflix Netflix show. Um, Peaky Blinders. I think that's Netflix. Ozark is also a good Netflix show. Stranger Things is also a good Netflix show. But like, I think Netflix movies. Like, I can't really think of any that like really stand out. Mm. Uh, what's it called? The one that the one that got a lot of uh attention. What was that? Marriage Story. Is that the one? Oh, uh, I heard that was good. That one's yeah, alright. I, 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 I know nothing about it. I watched it. I watched. It. I, I just forgot the title, <laughs> but it was it was pretty decent. I I, I mean like the char- I think the main actors like Scarlett Johansson and um, Adam Driver. There you go. Car- carried it. Uh, but yeah. You had me in the first half. <laughs> <laughs> but it's weird because like now all these streaming flat platforms are like dominating all the like awards like both TV and like movies. I think like a few years ago when it was like balanced, it was pretty decent. Um. Like in the beginning, when you were saying like Netflix, like actually trying to make good content, they were putting a lot of effort in creating good stuff. But now, I mean, I don't watch Netflix, but I've heard that they kind of recycle plot lines a lot and they recycle not the same like cast members and everything, but the same sort of like similar looking casts. And like, I don't know. That's just the, like, the, the gist that I've heard from everybody. I don't know. And, like, they picked up, like, old shows. Like, Arrested Development got picked up by Netflix. And, like, their season four and season five were, like, a lot worse than the original first three seasons that were on Fox, like, back in 2000. And also, they picked up Black Mirror. And I also feel like their new episodes on Black Mirror don't, like, live up to the first few seasons of Black Mirror that were on, I guess, BBC or whatever it was in, in England. Yeah, BBC. Why don't they just... Why doesn't someone just buy, like, a movie theater and then puts like like let's just say like a season of some show like the office right and they just put it all in one day you can come binge just for one ticket you just come binge the whole the whole season all at once but you can do that at home yeah yeah but at the theater like i mean you can also watch movies at home but you go to the theater for the like the big screen the nice experience sound whatever i don't know i feel like i go to the movies for like exclusivity like being able to watch it first and stuff like that you know yeah um, yeah no, for like sure. i think what he's saying is like you you get to see it on the big screen as it's meant to be viewed before it comes out to streaming or dvd like yeah, yeah, yeah. that's your first first um it's almost like an experience people used to like dress up and go to the theaters and make it like a like a big event it wasn't as casual i guess as it is today but i don't i like what what darun is saying i don't think there's enough demand for people to want to go to the theater to watch like a like a season or like multiple episodes of like a show i think i think those are two different categories and people prefer one and the other kind of kept it separate i wonder what percentage like like say the next stranger things season comes out right or like even like let's talk about the last season i wonder what percentage of them have been binge watched that whole season all in one go because if that's the case if it's like a hype show like maybe not the office right but if it's like a hype show that People are waiting for the next thing to come out. I feel like it might be worth to like just have the theater run all like 10, 12 episodes all at once. Okay, but I think that, I don't know. For a show like Stranger Things that's like streaming exclusive and everything, you're already paying for the streaming service. So why would you pay an additional fee to go to the movie or thing or whatever? Maybe Maybe you don't pay for the streaming service. Maybe I, as the movie theater guy, just license the show from Netflix to play it at the theater and even if you don't have netflix you can come by and watch the show i don't think that's gonna work because the way people watch shows is different based on the person and some people look at their phone while they're watching tv or they talk to somebody about it but if you go to a theater in a public setting you have to be 
cognizant of everyone else around you and you have to watch it like a movie which maybe it's not really meant to be i think what's interesting to consider is like if the future like so right now everyone all, all movies are being released um on like streaming services the ones that were supposed to come out this summer not all of them some of them have been postponed because i guess like they're too but too big box office for them to like consider putting on street, streaming platforms but say in like five ten years when like streaming platforms continue to dominate like if movies start to shift towards streaming platforms is that does that just like jack up the prices you pay for like netflix and like all these services because now if you're adding movies like but then, then that's gonna like hurt the crowd that just want to watch like TV shows and like like a small certain like, so then it becomes but then it just becomes like cable on streaming service all over again where like you want to just pick what you want to stream now. <laughs> I I don't think the monthly premium you pay for streaming services would increase that much, but I think you would just be having to rent, the movies, as an additional on, but not necessarily you're paying that upfront. Cause I'm saying like if if it's if it's on streaming services, they're not gonna make close to the box office that they do with movie ticket sales. So there's gonna have to be like some kind of premium that you have to pay on addition. I just it's interesting to consider. Actually, an interesting thing I saw on Twitter recently was like, basically, um, Netflix will change the thumbnail of the for, for the for the piece of content, whatever, like the movie or whatever, um, based on what you like or what you tend to click on. So if you're if you're like a kid, right, and um, all the thumbnails for all the content is like really bright colors, like you know, whatever, like really shouts at you kind of, kind of vibe, then um, they'll change the thumbnails for the rest of the content that you see to fit more of that vibe. So there's more of a chance that you, for you to click on it. Damn. I, I noticed changes of the thumbnails pretty regularly for the shows I watch, but I didn't know they changed it based on what you, what your viewing preferences are. How often do you guys go on Netflix without having any idea of what you want to watch? I do that all the time with my family. Believe by yourself. Not by myself, not really. Um, if I'm not already watching something, it'll probably be like once a week or something. I'll like actively like look for something to watch and then choose one and sit down and watch it. Like I was about to say, like I never, I feel like I never look at something unless like recommended to me by someone. Just cause like like the category is so large that like I can't like it. It just takes so long for me to browse and like pinpoint what exactly i want to watch so i just wait for someone to be like hey check this out yeah that i usually wait for someone to do that or i'll just look at a popular movie that i haven't watched yet and i'll watch that but one thing i i found is kind of helpful is like if i if there's like an actor or an actress i like i'll try to hunt down some of their movies and watch something i recognize um that usually gravitates me towards watching it and not just like browsing for like 30 minutes can you can you search actors on netflix and like we'll come up you with can usually it it does a pretty decent job of pulling up movies by them or stuff related to that yeah movie i guess all right so uh on that note we're gonna go to the past and uh listen to a little ad break so back to the future oh, ours. <laughs> it's a great part movie. two, two great part, two. Back to the future part two when do you guys think that self-driving cars will be more widespread and used by the majority of the population. I'm gonna say five to ten years. I'm gonna say five to ten years. Yeah, five to ten years. It's gonna be like pretty common for you to like sit back and relax while your car drives. Because I feel like right now you can already do that to a certain degree. You know, there's there's a lot of cars that are, it's like semi self-driving. I guess you just they stay within lane. You know, there's lane yeah. departure assist, and then there's um. I guess collision avoidance where you're like five, six cars in front of the other one, whatever. But um, yeah, since that's already there, I feel like by the time people actually use it on like a consistent basis, it's going to be like five to 10 years. How much more efficient do you think we will be? Traffic won't have to be monitored as much because no one's really doing the driving. Everyone can go so much more faster because uh, well, internet is more safer than humans. It, no, the, the, the people won't be going much faster. I don't think that's true. Wait, why, why do you need speed limits? You don't need speed limits. I agree with Rohit that it'll be 5 to 10, 15 years where a majority of the population will be in an electric car that can drive itself, right? But as as a people, right, like, we can't have, um, like, this thing where there's no speed limits or anything like that until every single person yeah. has a car that's self-driving, right? And that could take... 30 yeah. years that could take 50 years right because some people have cars now that 
you know, they're, they're like a 1990 Toyota Corolla, right? They're, they're still using that 30 years later, right? 30 years from now, right? Like 2050, like people could be using the cars that like a 2018 GTI that we had, you know what I mean? So unless someone figures out a way to put self-driving in a car that, that isn't built with it, you know what I mean? It won't, it won't be that much of a big effect for us. It won't affect like your like a society and like the main roads and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like, it'll just it'll be, be more. Nice. Yeah, that that clarifies what I was gonna say because like five to ten years is when people start to actually use it, but how that affects like our commute, um, you know, commute time and like just getting around from place to place. I guess our, our lifestyle around transportation that's not gonna happen for, you know, quite long, much longer. I don't think it will be. Like, I don't think traffic will go away, and I also don't think it will be, like, much faster. If anything, it will be more cautious driving. Because... Uh, I want to ask a question. Are you talking about when everyone has a self-driving car? Like, absolutely everyone? Or are you talking about in five to ten years? In five like, to ten when, years. When... Okay, yeah, that's fair. But when everyone has one, it'll be... I also don't think it'll be, like, I don't think it'll be so much... I don't think it'll be that much faster. It's going to be It's gonna be cautious driving. It's Because it, it's not going to be in your hands anymore. It's going to be in the hands of, like... I don't. I guess I don't know who's going to be controlling it. Like, well, who's going to be like determining the speed you can go? And I'm not sure how exactly that will work either. What's the point of taking a car when you can just take a monorail? Like, if you're going that speed, why don't you just take a monorail or something like that? Like, what's the point of taking a car when you can use like public transportation like that? I also think there's never ever going to be a point where a hundred percent of the population is going to want to use a self-driving car as a mode of transport. Because there's always, always, always going to be people that are anti-technology and all that shit that are never going to want to put their life in their hands of a machine on a highway. I don't think it's ever be like a hundred percent like adopted and stuff like that. You know, especially in like a big city, people are going to be priced out of it. Like it's like that's just that's just the fact. Like not everyone's going to be able to afford whatever premium is going to be to have a self-driving car, even if it's made widespread. I. I actually I disagree. Yeah, I disagree <laughs> with Christian. I think there are going to be parts of the world where um, that high level of high efficient transportation is going to exist and you won't need, you know, uh, a regular like a gasoline powered vehicle or anything. You can probably hop on like a monorail, like you said, or just have self-driving everywhere. Um, but um, I do I do think it's very likely that, you know, a society can exist with complete automated uh, transportation. I'm not saying that it doesn't make sense and it's not efficient. I'm just saying there's always going to be like people that are anti-technology, you know, and like not going to trust it. I mean, it definitely will probably make more sense for them. It's just not going to click for them really and have that same sense of reality where it makes more sense. No, but at one point it's going to be like the government is going to make a rule like your car has to be self-driving when you're on the road. Like on these, if you're not on a track or a place where they designate to have like leisurely driving where you can drive yourself, your car has to be self-driving. Because once every single car is self-driving, right, every single one is going to be talking to each other, right? And you'll never, ever have an accident because there's no human error there. If every car is talking to each other, then everyone can go fucking 300 miles an hour and it won't even matter because they still won't hit each other. I'm going to have to take back what I just said. I think I'm going to have to change my answer. I think there can be there's going to be a um, like a buffer period where you're going to have people driving vehicles on their own and you're going to have more like self-driving vehicles at the same time because I I see it happening where it's kind of like how you have uh, high-speed rails and like hyperloops that are all that exist so you can take that method of transportation and you're going to have people who are going to keep driving. I actually think there's going to be a sh- there's going to be a transition where both of them exist before one is completely eliminated. I, mean, I don't disagree um, with that, but I'm saying yeah, eventually yeah, it's going to get to the place we're talking about. Yeah. But I feel like it's a, a lot of people like, like the freedom of driving and like, like to be in control of the wheel. And like, I mean, I personally love, like, I don't love driving, but I, I, I enjoy it. I like it more when I'm driving than being driven. Cause I like, I like being at the wheel. Um, and I don't know. I just, I also I don't I don't know if like everyone should be going three hundred miles per hour like at all the time. That I don't think that doesn't that doesn't make sense until they like they change the, how the roads work. Like that that just physically makes no sense. I think that while the error margin is a lot smaller with a computer than it is with a human, it's still not like one hundred percent safe. And computers still make mistakes. I still don't think that three hundred mile an hour speeds like on the autobahn or whatever. I just don't think that's realistic. Um, I also don't think the human body can like process being in a car 
at that speed like an airplane i think is very different just the way that our bodies work and like how compact cars are and everything um i think the level of risk is a lot higher in a car and i agree with everybody that like 15 20 years it's going to be adopted and it's going to be more the norm Mm -hmm. than like a yeah it's going to be more people than not using self-driving cars but it's going to take a long time for it to be the majority of people like 90 95 percent in this there's there's no like there's there's no way like a safety transportation like regulate will regulate (laughs) Like that fast of driving. If anything, they're gonna make like everything like like a, a medium pace so like everything stays safe. Cause like, at the end of the day, you're not in control. So you like you'd you'd rather, like, be going not as fast if you're not in control. Just cause the, everyone's gonna be like driving as well. And like, what's the point of driver's licenses if you can just hop in a car and say you want to go somewhere, and then like, <laughs> what age? Yeah. No, really? no, I mean genuinely that that I mean that's true. Like, you probably only need to get a driver's license if you actually want to drive a car like leisurely or whatever right like for the most part like actually i was i was reading this thing saying that um a lot of people in the future when self-driving cars are a thing like they won't you won't even have a car like it'll just be like uber right you a car a car just comes by your house picks you up you don't have to do anything no one's gonna be in it and it just drives you wherever you want to go you know what i mean and that'll be cheaper than actually owning a car like spending like 30 whatever i mean right now it's 30 40k for like a self-driving car right but um, like for the cheapest Tesla, but in the future, like why, I mean, why spend that much if you can get to work in with, for like the cost of an Uber, right? Also, yeah, I don't think that people would need driver's license, but also you can make it safe through like roller coasters. You have to be this tall to ride. You have to be this tall to sit in the front seat and you have to be a certain age to create an account like 13 or whatever. Like there can still be regulations, which doesn't have to be through the DMV or anything like that. But then who monitors it? I guess that's kind of what Horan's saying. Like, who's going to monitor it? I think it's tough to put regulations on stuff that's all computers. And is it's harder It's harder to manually verify that information. I'm sure when we were kids, we all went on websites that are like, oh, are you over 18? And we always click yes, because like, really? There's no repercussions to that. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah, but maybe you have to go to the DMV to make an account, even if you're not uh what do you call it like even if you're not driving or whatever you maybe you still have to go to the dmv to have like or just show them your id or show them a birth certificate and say oh i'm actually 13 so now i'm allowed to call like whatever ubers self-driving ubers side note do we know like what age you have to be to call it uber you don't i have, have no idea i think like probably like 16 or 17 is my guess are you sure because I feel I like when 13. I signed up, I never had to put in, like, an age I thing or whatever. I signed up 2015 because we were, like, in Chicago. And I'm pretty sure I put in my real information. I don't actually remember that well. but And I was, like, 17 at that time. You probably just – I think it's mostly just a credit card on file for mm. – It says 18 on Uber website. Oh, wow. So you can drive a car before you can call an Uber. That's fair. I like that. Drivers, some drivers are sus. Yeah, Uber drivers do be sus, man. I don't know, man. I had a great time in Conley. Bro, I had one in Blacksburg that said, was telling us about how he had, like, one, like, a couple of bad kids that were, like, in his car. And, like, the next time he, like, he, he put in, like, booby traps. Like, he put in, like, darts and shit, like, in his car to, like, shoot at, like, bad passengers or something. And we are like, okay. <laughs> and we are still five minutes from our destination. I was so scared, bro. <laughs> in Charlotte, my, my Uber driver said he escaped his drug business like multi-million oh, yeah. drug business remember <laughs> yeah that yeah, shit yeah. was insane bro i was like what the fuck you're a cool guy though <laughs> have you guys planned any trips or anything for the summer just even despite all this or we back when this all started we wanted to go to like europe and do like a villa or something like that um that was originally we were like okay july like things should be better by then like you know but you know it's july what part of uh, europe or were you trying to kind of country hop just just one yeah just one location i think we're just gonna like chill out there for a while like, yeah like, like a in spain i think yeah i wanted to go to the bills so bad man like i wanted like 14 of us like to split it and like oh it would have been so dope man i'm thinking of flying to seattle towards the august time yeah did you visit seattle when you were in portland when i was in portland yeah i did i, I went up for a weekend but i wanted to go see some friends there um in case work 
has me start remotely that way i got a chance to meet you know catch him before you know since the whole since like a year now for i guess but um or if i end up moving to portland i'll have to at least settle in for a bit before i actually you know how far is portland from seattle is it four hours three and a half to four almost by car i think it's like around three but like we took bus we took about four is seattle to vancouver like three i think that's also yeah that's like another three if not less vancouver was hype bro i was there with my brother and uh i was i was 18 and these women came up to me they're like what are the what are the nice clubs out here and i'm like i don't know <laughs> but i was like i was flattered that they came up to me you know were you did you just go with your brother for like vacation yeah or something? Or i just went with my brother so we we flew to seattle and then we drove oh from... was it the band trip yeah yeah so we yeah. started in seattle and then went to vancouver for a couple nights and then drove to banff basically and then flew out from calgary how how was that drive from uh vancouver to banff was it long was it was it scenic dude it was it didn't feel long at all because everything just felt so it felt like we we're in a movie you know it's just like everything was oh, so shit. nice it was it was That's crazy like it was on the left it was like massive beautiful mountains right that had like purple flower fields and whatever right and then on the right it was like huge massive like glacial rivers that were just completely blue and oh so you God. just look at that for hours bro. it felt like we're, it honestly felt like i was in a bob ross painting or something <laughs> that's pretty awesome that sounds like a, a 90s hindi movie uh song <laughs> music video all those all those music scenes yeah. dude all those set locations oh yeah for sure could see shara khan just so i think that'll be it uh for this week guys uh we kind of went off topic here and there but <laughs> um i hope you guys enjoyed um bro do you want to say anything you want to uh, plug anything Nah, I don't have anything to plug, but I, I just appreciate you guys. No, 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 go plug. Oh my god. Um, yeah. So I guess if you if you want to follow my uh, photography account, it's um it's at llama kid underscore. Um, yeah, go follow it. I'll be posting more stuff on there. I might be posting stuff today. Actually, I had plans to do like a car shoot with my buddy, and one of them dropped out, so I'm I'm doing it with uh, Arth today. So. Mm. I'll probably show you some behind the scenes or whatever. All right, yeah. So uh, we'll uh, drop that in the description uh, on our Instagram. But uh, other than that, I think uh, I want to thank Rohit for coming through. And, uh, yeah, absolutely, guys. We'll see you guys next week. All right, peace. Well, see you guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.